Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning breath for taste today. Hump day, your favorite oh, day of the week. Yeah, hump oh, day. Yeah. I'm feeling so tired. Because you had a late evening. I had, like, honestly, it was all a haze, in part because, like, I had a few drinks, but in part because it was, like, historic. Can you tell everyone what you did and who you did it with? Yeah, Not so me. I, I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You're, <laughs> you would have loved it. You were it, doing like, the Lord's work. Okay. And, and you live streamed, which is yes. the Lord's no, no. work. And I decided to, okay, it was an interesting show, let me tell you. So I went to Luann's Cabaret. It's called The Countess and Friends. It's a two night only show at Fahrenheit 54, which is apparently Studio 54. I think. Someone said that, but I don't know if that's true. Went for drinks first with TPG, the points guy. His name is Brian. I literally didn't call him Brian the whole night. I was just calling him points guy. And like, we were getting along so well. He's just like, so one of us, He's you know? He's a great guy. And we were just like chatting. We had some margaritas. We had such a good time. We went around the corner. Margarita, you drank a margarita? It's tequila. Did you like, they're tasty. It was delicious. Did, he, did you have a hangover? No, I'm okay. Cause they're sugary. I took two Advil and had some french fries before bed. So let me tell you. Me and TPG went around the corner to Fahrenheit 54, which is where the show was. We got seated, we had great seats. Kelly Benson was in the audience. Of course. I saw a few people that I knew. Alicia Quarles was in the audience. I don't know who that is. Were they filming for Rihoni? No, but there is a second show, which someone told me all the ladies are going to, and maybe they're filming at that 100%. one. 100%. Sonia Morgan was in the audience and in the show, and let me tell you what the show was. It was everything, but, because you know I have to be critical, it was like a 90 minute show, and the Countess was in it for like 30 of the minutes. Oh, really? She was basically hosting a show with like different talent coming on and off, and it was all Broadway people, and like some of the people were amazing. They had this girl from Kinky Boots, I don't know Kinky Boots, she sang a Celine Dion medley, and she was amazing, and it was like in a funny cabaret style. Phenomenal. They had this girl who was on SpongeBob on Broadway who sang an Evan Hansen song, like better, I swear it was better than Ben Platt. Did she have as much physicality? No, she was literally just staying, standing there, like not moving. That's so interesting, so it really was like a Broadway production. It was so good. I just wish there was more Countess. She only sang one of her three hit songs, but I decided to live Money stream. Money Can't Buy. Money Can't Buy class. I decided to live stream that song, and that was also the song they brought Sonia off. So I live streamed on my Instagram for like 10 minutes, and it was the best 10 minutes of the show. Okay, I have to watch your whole live stream, but I was yeah. watching your Insta story, and she looked amazing. Oh my God, she doesn't have one ounce of fat on her, and that's what I told her when I went up to her after. I was like, first of all, I love you. And she, had, like, she funnily addressed the Tom thing, the jail thing, the drunk thing, the rehab thing. She like was so head on about it, which made it feel like really cool. And I don't know, it was just, it was fantastic. And that's what I said to her. I was like, literally, bitch, you don't have one ounce of fat on your, on your body, like how? I'm so happy for her. Me too. But I'm, I'm disappointed that they weren't filming while you were there. But in lieu of that. Lou. I, in lieu of that, I spent my evening quite differently watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills looking for us in the background and I found us. So me and, ja oh, oh, look, we have a picture. That's Claudia. Can we? Jackie, your hair is right next oh to me. Oh my God, you guys, you have to look out for I my look butt. I look so pale. My hair looks so orange. They definitely put a weird filter on this show because you some, weren't that pale. Some backstory is that uh, I would say last year we got invited to some party at um, Kyle Byling too and we went because we knew they would be filming and they were and we went and obviously they caught like the one scene where we were having like a little trouble getting into the Not party. Not because of like they wouldn't let us in. It's because the store was packed like beyond fire Like the fire marshal wouldn't let us in. And like it didn't matter if we were Mariah Carey. Like not one more person was getting in until one more person left. So like we waited by the door for a few minutes for, for some people to leave. Of course that was when we were on the show. According to the show, we never made it inside the party. But, but according to our Snapchats, you guys know that we did. No, we 100% made it inside. I had a great conversation with Erica Jane. I have photos to prove, but in the one moment that we happened to be captured on screen, obviously we're like fighting to get in. You know what? On brand. No, totally. I wouldn't have it any other way. I have to watch the episode. 
Yeah, it was okay. It was definitely one of those like episodes that's gonna set us up for a big episode next yeah. week. Yeah, oh, I didn't say. It was like everyone was kind of avoiding the drama, and then they sort of patched it up, but next week it comes to a head, is, okay. is where we're at. Well, as always, Jackie and I are here to deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and smell your own morning breath. Um, so much news, so this little time. This first story is shocking because it has come out. Finally, we can wait, say- Wait, wait. People who might not wanna spoil the season should close their ears. No, but this is Us Magazine. This is public information. No, and no, now it's I, weird that- But everyone's, no, I'm sure- The point of the story is that they spoiled it. Yeah, but Bachelor but so did women tell allowed all. him. Yeah. No, so it's not about who wins or anything, but we're down to the final two, Lauren B and Becca K. Bachelor Ari Leindyke Jr. called off engagement with the show's winner to date his runner-up, reports Us Weekly. This is a spoiler that we have known for a while. We keep on saying the Mesnick. He but now everyone's like, which one? Yeah, everyone. So now everyone knows about this, and I'm sure they put this out so that people will be more interested in the finale. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we can talk about the Mesnicking yeah. of 2018. That's what I was trying to say when I was almost spoiling the Bachelor yesterday, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't because now we can say it. In now Us Weekly did it for us. Of course, and we're kosher. We're cool. We're not a spoiler show. No. They can be a spoiler magazine. This isn't an NSZ, a no spoiler zone. As he embarked on his proverbial journey for love on The Bachelor, Ari Leindyke Jr. understood the great responsibility of er dating 29 women on national television. Quote, there's a huge weight being The Bachelor and making the right choices and not regretting those choices. The race car driver mused to host Chris <sighs> Hallerson on the Women Tell All special. Quote, and I think that is something that I struggled with, being logical, but then again, it's like you do have to follow your heart. I could feel this, I feel it from yeah. you. Becca is the logical choice, and Lauren I'm B is his heart. Mesnicking doesn't happen more often on this show. You have to, like, I feel like sometimes, like a JoJo and Jordan situation, it's like she brought Robbie all the way to the end to, because she knew she didn't like him, and yeah. like that would make dumping him easier. Yeah, but like, I feel like Ben Higgins might have been, might have pulled a Mesnick. I think at the time, he was all in on Lauren B, and like, even when he said, I love you to JoJo, it's like, she didn't believe it, he didn't believe it, we didn't believe it. Yeah. But like, in hindsight, I'm sure he like, Kind of did. No, I'm, I'm sure he's like now like, oh, I would want to date JoJo. You know, if they were both single, like, I feel like they would. I th yeah, just based on what we know about them now. But I feel like at when during the time that they were on The Bachelor, like, they were just different people. Like, yeah. the people that they are now, yeah, maybe it Oh, that's so out. true. Like, like, Andy Dorfman and Josh Murray, like, she wouldn't have worked with anyone else on her season. No. But now she's a different person. That's why I asked her, like, who from your season now would you would be you give a second in? chance? You know? Well... Honestly, we served justice for Ari yesterday. Justice continually needs to be served for Ari because it's, it's not right what's being done to him. And he says, if I could re rewind time and redo things as The Bachelor, I would, honestly, he continued. I know people always say no regrets, but I have regrets. Oh, that's sad. I appreciate him saying that, though, because people who say, like, I have no regrets, even though they fucked up Lies. the center, it's like, you wouldn't change one thing. Not even one. Not even one half. Whatever. I'm so, like, over the whole Bachelor franchise in general, as everyone knows, but they're making the finale two nights, and it's just like, That's, let it die. Well, one night for the finale, and one, one night, night for, for the Mesnick. Yeah, for like the Mesnicking of it all. I'm honestly here for the Mesnick, and like when Mesnick, Mesnicked, Jason Mesnick, and I was amazing. I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I thought to myself, I was like, there's no way that these girls didn't weren't in on this. Like, one, what girl would allow herself to be dumped on national uh -huh. television unless she knows she's going on Dance with, with the Stars and going to be the Bachelorette? Mm -hmm. And two, what girl would take the man back after he chose another girl? So I was like, this has to be. So Molly stage. is the girl who won, right? Ultimately, yes. Who was the other girl? Um, the girl Marissa. Rycroft. And she went on to become the Bachelorette. And Dancing with the Stars. Oh, so and she, she won Dancing with so the Stars because she she's former DCC. So she, everyone won in that situation. Yet another example of Dancing with the Stars not being in tune with what's necessary. No, they were in tune. No, no, no. You cannot 
you, like, of course she won. She's a cheerleader. Oh, right. She's a dancer. Right, and she's against Barbara Corcoran. Yeah, right. Unfair. <laughs> she's against Lisa Vanderpump. Unfair. Okay, anyways, so at that time, I was like, there's no way that this is real. They weren't in on it. But now, I think that this is real, 100%. Me too, me too, me too. Why would he put himself in this situation? And make himself look bad. People already, like, don't love him, which I don't understand. I mean, I understand, but, like, give him a chance. I don't have any particular feelings towards him either way. You're, like, you're not supposed to. Reality Steve always says it's not about the lead, it's about the contestants. The lead is just kind of, like, the placeholder, the structure for which the show revolves around. Whatever Reality Steve says goes. I don't know. I like Reality Steve a lot, but he's really hard on some people, and it's like... You know, he decides who he likes. It's similar to us. But he dislikes everyone. It's like, yes, a lot of people on the show are thirsty, like fame monsters, but, like, who else is going to go on the show? You know? Yeah. Like, what do you... You know? So there has to be a level of thirst that's accepted. I have... I've maxed out now on how much I can talk about that. Really? Today. I w like, I'm just glad that the Mesna King is out and we can just if, say it. M -m 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 if the Bachelor was a credit card, I would have reached my spending limit. <laughs> and then you would have gone over. No, they don't let you go over your spending limit, so I'm officially done. Really? Yeah, they do. And then you just like pay them back like no, two times interest. That's not it. Really? I tried to go over my spending limit yesterday and I called them like, can you raise my spending limit? They're like, no. What's your spending limit? Just I'm not telling me. you. Why? It has nothing to do with anything. No. It's just interesting. I once knew a girl who had like a crazy spending limit. She had like no money, and she. No, the way credit cards work is like shade. I know who Jackie's talking about. Yeah, and she just kept hitting her spending limit. I'm like, where are you getting this money from? So before I you understood, get it from the credit. It was before I understood credit cards. I was like, how I can still you don't. have a fifteen thousand dollar credit card bill when you have one dollar? I checked my credit card, my credit score yesterday on Credit Karma. It yeah. was not high. It was it low? Yeah. Or was it average? Low. Look, well, I was in the yellow. You're new. Yeah, 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 I'm a new card member. Oh my God, I'm scared to check mine. That's like, I'm, you know, that's like going to the doctor. It's like weighing very, yourself. Very scary. Next up, second story. Mel B says Spice Girls will perform at the royal wedding. The Spice Girls aren't just reuniting. They're becoming a wedding band, but only for one very special couple. Mel B went, to the, went on The Real Tuesday and had a very hard time keeping anything secret about the group's involvement in the royal wedding. First disclosing that all five girls got the invite from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, then really spilling the beans. Scary Spice kept getting pressed for more deets by the real ladies. It's so hard, like the real, real is just a word that it's like. It's like a verb, an adjective, yeah. and a noun. Eventually, she seemed to confirm that the Spice Girls will provide wedding entertainment as well. Um, so we've heard lots of rumors about the five gals getting back together, but now it's apparent that they're getting back together for the royal wedding. And honestly, I think it's kind of weird. I think it's weird that they, like, that that's what they would become a wedding band and like not go on tour and make millions of dollars. However, like. No, that's not what I think is weird. to Meghan Markle, because like, if you are going to become a royal, like, there are certain perks, you know? And I think having... Yeah, this is what we would do if we became royal. Exactly. And that makes me like her more. Okay, I just think it's weird, though, that, like, the royal wedding is having the Spice Girls. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's... It's like they're on different, like, levels. Who, so who would you think? Like, Elton John? Yeah, or, like, Ellie Goulding. Right, but it's, like, it's not Kate and Will. No, totally, but it's still a royal wedding, and it's happening at, like, one of the famous churches. I know, but, you know, this is Megan's touch. It's happening at Downtown And Abbey. just so you guys know, Page Six is reporting right now that Mel B made it up. They're going, but they're not performing. Oh, my God. I knew it was weird that it was released on the real. Claude, there's a special place in hell. No, that's true. And actually, I really like the real. Yeah, same. And they're, they're hilarious. Show. Like, the oh, are they? With them. You can watch our show and then watch theirs. No, but, like, I watched a thing. So one of the Maori twins is on it. I, they look so the similar. I think it's... Tia, yeah. and Adrian Bailon, and I just, I don't watch a show, but I saw a clip on Instagram of 
them like confessing their love to each other on the show and like crying about how much they love each other and it was like so sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah. I've, I've caught it a few times because like I said, you can do this show and then do their show. Yeah. And it's good, they have a good thing going. I'm obsessed with story number three because I just found out about it 10 seconds ago. Oh my gosh. And like, I feel like this could have happened to us. Yeah. Considering. Considering we literally saw a mouse not two days ago. Ready? Josh Dumel, or some people say Duhamel, which they would be wrong, <laughs> catches mouse in the Today Show green room. He is a jack of all trades. The 45-year-old actor caught a mouse on the, in the Today Show green room ahead of his appearance on Tuesday, and Al Roker shared the conquest on Twitter. Dumel was on the show to promote his latest project, Unsolved, the, the Murders of Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. He appeared on Ellen. Okay, ready? So uh, Al Roker captured a video of Josh Dumel in his green room getting the mouse in a cup, and we have the video. So let's roll the tape. Josh Jumel, welcome to your tape. Josh Jumel, you got it. You caught the green room mouse? No. Oh my god. Oh. Is this the first time? Oh no, no, no. He's hysterical. He's hot. What is he gonna do with it? Yeah, just leave it there for somebody. Someone's gonna put it on the coffee. Go, go, go. Wait, Al, I gotta show you the first thing. That is like so sad for the mouse. Like, just think about like being in a cup. No, and also like, say they leave it there and then he gets thrown away and then he's just like in the trash. Where he's supposed to be, like in the no. garbage. What did you do? You set him free? He's just no, right, like, what do you do? Where do you go to release a mouse free? Like the forest? No, but he's a city mouse. No, you go release him in the subway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, at least him in this building. You know what's so interesting, now that I think about it? It's just like, there's like people's jobs who's like, sorry, there are people whose like jobs it is to like kill animals, like rodents and stuff, but like. Pest control? Pest control, like you call them when you see like a snake or something, and they like take it and kill it. But also like we, like are trying to save the animals. They like, don't take it and kill it. They definitely, they kill, they kill mice. Like exterminators, they come and set traps and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, but when you call, say you find so why like, is a dog better than a mouse, now that I'm thinking about it? There's like a total hierarchy in the animal world. I mean, there is. There's also like hierarchy in just like, hum, like us, then what I us, think, dogs, mice. I think mice. I know what you're gonna say. I think mice carry some diseases. Yes, I think so too. So they're so considered there a threat. Go. Do they know. test them for the disease before they kill them? Or? I think no, they you just should go to a pest control hoping. center. We, we should, should do, do an, an episode. Absolutely not. I literally, the closest I'll get is I saw an episode of Undercover Boss. I think it was of like Orkin or one of those like big exterminator companies. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, it tricked me to my core. I mean, they had to climb under the house. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Ew, ew, ew. Okay. That but, but I love Josh Jumel. I think that's funny. I think that's funny too. And like, what a brave soul. No, and like, he I'm surprised. He rabies that, for the content. No, that. I'm surprised the Today Show PR department like let Al Roker put that up. Honestly, I'm sure our worker put it up, and then they—they're all up in arms. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of funny. And here's the thing: if we haven't seen a mice in our build, a mouse in our building on Monday, like I might have been like a little bit more like, "Ew, today show you have mice." But no, the they're everywhere. The morning breath has mice too, you guys. No, we saw a mouse in our in our building, um, and I literally like so, I saw it like run from one side of the hall to the other, and to me, it just looks like a piece of like dust in the wind. And then until Jackie was like, I think that was a mouse. And I'm like, I didn't oh my. say, I think, I, I know. We were like, it's a mouse. And I was like, oh my God, that was totally a mouse. And we freaked out. And you know what? It actually ruined my whole day. You want to know why? Because then we were like, oh my gosh, we can't eat lunch here. Let's go out to lunch. And then you were doing some work. And you're like, we'll go at one. And so I waited till one. I was really hungry. You were still working at one. You're like, 1.30. 1.30 comes and goes. We had Tyler Henry at 2.30. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to eat. Like, I guess I'll just eat here. And I wound up getting like the worst salad of all time. And I was so hungry all day that by the time I got home, I ate 
so much and it just set me in a bad tone for the week. So thank you, mouse. So the mouse did that to you. The mouse made me fat. Do you know how much I care about this next story? Wait, <laughs> this sweet. Like, in phys- like show me how much you think I care okay. and then I'll show you how much I actually care. Can I get a zoom? Who's coming for me? Right there. Okay. This is what I'm gonna say. Wait, let me get it on the blue. Yeah. This much, wait, hold on. <laughs> nope, wanna know how much I care? Yeah. Do that again. Okay, hold on. Okay, they're almost touching. This much. <laughs> I don't fucking care that Barbara Streisand cloned her late dog, Samantha, twice. What a weird thing to do. Oh my God. And I didn't know you could clone. I didn't know either. Can't you just buy the same breed? Like, isn't that the same thing? Barbara's tries By the way, on last night's episode of Real Housewives, there was Hills, a Theo. There was a Theo, and, and it was an ugly Theo, and someone was like, is that Theo? An ugly Theo and uglio? An uglio. Someone was like, is that Theo? And I was like, How are dare you? you? Rude. Okay, so Barbara Streisand opened up to Variety this week um, how she kept the memory of her late dog, Samantha, alive. So, oh my God, wow, she's 75? The 75-year-old funny girl actress dished on three Coton de Tulier dogs, and revealed that two of her furry friends, Violet and Scarlet, were cloned from cells taken from the mouth and stomach of her beloved 14-year-old dog, Samantha, who recently died. Quote, they have different personalities. I'm waiting for them to get older and I can see if they have her brown eyes and seriousness. I hear people talk about dogs like they're people. Like, seriousness? You mean like a, us? It's a dog. Like Theo who but reads. But we do it ironically. Theo who reads and writes and makes And has play, a calendar. And makes puns. But like, he, like, we're doing it ironically. She's serious. Like That's true. We didn't take the steps of, you know, actually making him a planner. No, no, and she's talking about, like, seeing if the dogs have similar personalities in, the, in their seriousness levels. Like, okay, Barbara. Yeah. Um, Streisand's third furry friend, Fanny, is considered a dis- distant cousin of the other two. She was adopted by Streisand while, um, while she was waiting on the clones. So what do you do? You put the cells in a machine and it makes a dog, like a printer? 3D printing clay is just on another level. No, but seriously, how do you, so did she take the cells and then breed? Did you see Austin Powers? Like, they clone. No, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. and clone. But I really thought it was like, cloning was like a joke. No, I thought so too, but like Walt Disney froze himself so that he can be cloned when the time comes. Cloning? Did you know that? Yeah, he's still alive, technically. (laughs) Right? He's frozen, yeah, he's, no, he's not alive. He's totally dead, but like. Oh, really? But yeah, he's dead, but instead of like being in a casket, I feel like this is one of those things. It costs so much money. Is that what? Like, they pay bills. Like, does the Disney company pay bills to the freezing company? 100%, but I feel like this is also one of, like, the myths we heard growing up. And ready, when I heard it growing up, I didn't know what that meant. Literally, in my head, what I pictured is, like, he was skiing, and, like, it was so cold that his body just froze while standing up. And, like, he's in some mountain in, like, Aspen, just frozen. No, here's what I think. And, you guys, by the way, are we right or wrong? He died, but he had this dream of being cloned because, I thought that he was, like, about to die. And they froze him alive. Which no, wouldn't no. really make sense. He's dead, he's in a freezer, and when the time comes that we get to the level where we can clone people, he's re- waiting to be cloned. Like, his will says, I will to be cloned. I think that's weird. No, it's so weird, but he's a dreamer, Claude. You may say um, wait, you guys. I'm a <laughs> Claudia, it's not true. <laughs> what? He's dead, like in a coffin? <laughs> where, where's Walt Disney's Who body? Who started that rumor? Olivia, Google, where is Walt Disney's body? And tell me the Have first you guys thing. heard that, though? Or is it just something that like we made up as kids? Have you guys heard it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. What if we like? Okay. What if that was like one of those things like we believed as kids and like no one else? So I almost felt weird for a this second. This is what I'm seeing. Walt Disney died from complications of lung cancer. He had a private funeral and his body was cremated and interned at the Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California. 
So, so where do we who get? Who started that rumor about the ice? Maybe, okay. It's maybe. an urban legend. Oh, it's definitely true. Maybe he had like cells of his frozen to be cloned. Like Barbara's dog. Comes. I don't know, just like the whole concept of cloning is like, <laughs> to me, like the same thing as self-driving cars. Like, it doesn't actually exist, but like it kind of does. Yeah, I no, the whole concept of cloning to me is just awesome powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Totally. And like self-driving cars, like, and like I, I, have, I have movie. a vested interest in self-driving cars, so I need them to exist and I want but them I to exist. But I don't think you can drive a self-driving car without a license, just in case it malfunctions. <gasps> I went to the DMV yesterday. Why? Do you give I keep license? losing my license. It's bad. And you're, you can order it online for $17, but if you lose it so many times, they like flag you and you have to go in. Yeah. And I asked Lady, I'm like, when am I gonna get off the list? Well, she's like, it does happen, it takes a while, but now you're here again, so you're pushing it back like even further for when you can get off the list. You need to stop, you know what, you need to get a New York ID. NYID. NYID, so that you could take that out with you if you lose it, like literally nobody cares. Yeah. You just can't fly with it because nobody. You can't? No, because it's not a real thing. Fly with your passport like you still always do. No, but I've been like carrying my That's passport around with me to like bars and like, pit. it's gonna get lost. Get I'm New surprised that you haven't lost your passport. No, I know. And that is a treacherous journey. Get, you should get a New York ID and then you should also get, you should get your license again and a driverless ID. Just get all forms, take the least important out with you. Well, I already went to the DMV once Do you have a passport this week, card? so I'm not going. No, I only have a passport and a license, like a, a normal fucking person. Get I just can't stop losing shit. I have shit. a million forms of ID. There was one time, two weeks this summer, where I was nobody. Oh yeah, you when know? you went to Fire Island. Like that, if I like fat was found in a river, like I would be Jane Doe. They wouldn't be you able would to be identify like me. Like Jason Blossom, like in the river. Right, unless like the person who found me was a brother. Or Otherwise, um, they actually can tell who you are from your teeth. I watch Law and Order. Oh my god, so and I have crazy teeth. And do you know, do you see what's going on with my bottom teeth? I, yeah, but it's cool. Have you cool. been keeping up with it? No, 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 I, no it's, it was cool, and now one tooth is literally going in front. You should get Smile Direct Club. I know, they reached out to me. You should do it. I Jackie, know. They the have same thing is happening to me. What? No, and it's like sometimes well, I none feel... of us ever had braces, which I thought was weird. Do you think my bottom teeth are gonna start to move too? Well, Jackie's, no. I think, moved more because you got your wisdom teeth removed. No, that should have stopped them from moving. Jackie, do Smile Direct Club. I've heard amazing things. I'm going to, but I liked the crookedness. So but do it for a while. Don't make it completely straight. Now, when, like, when we do the show, you can't see how crooked my teeth are. When I do a selfie video, sometimes but I'm like... Gigi has it. She has have, it really bad. I'm like, I have a missing tooth. Let me see. Yeah, they're, they're bad. <laughs> they're out of, they weren't always this bad. If I, That's so crazy, because like your face is like basically perfect, like in all facets, except you got some jacked up teeth. Except when you smile, you can't see it, because right, you're bad, it's, my it's my bottom teeth. And I, I'm all about crooked teeth. I'm all about gap teeth. I think teeth build character. I agree. There's nothing more annoying than a pair of horse teeth that are like <laughs> big white veneers. What? So is that what you're saying you have? No, like I don't oh, like perfect teeth. Oh, 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 me neither, me neither, me neither. But I, like, I'll take them, you know, for real. Let me see your teeth. Yeah. I have weird teeth. Me, me and, and Margo have, have the same teeth. We have <laughs> cheeklets, but like our two front teeth are like buck teeth. And honestly, I had you a gap have, like, growing up. You also have vampire claws. <gasps> me and Olivia have oh, uh, Yeah, I have fangs. Oh, you same. have fangs, yes. Same, I have fangs too. Can I get a zoom <laughs> in on my fangs? No, same. It's, it's genetic. Closer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I get a zoom in on my fangs? Someone actually said to me once I was talking to them, they're like, you have fangs. No, you can't really see them. And look at my bottom teeth, you guys. Can you? It's crazy. No, teeth are just crazy. Teeth are crazy. Don't get so my te Anyway, so what I was saying, you would find me, my teeth are out of control in so many ways. They're all like rotted, decayed, and like have cavities in all of them and crooked. So they would know who I am. They wouldn't even have to test the teeth. They would just see them and be like, it's Jackie O. They'd be like, smile. <laughs> Don't, Don't smile. smile.
Okay, this story is crazy. I didn't read the stories today, and I don't think I'm gonna do it anymore because I like having like live reactions. This story is it's crazy, crazy, and I stumbled upon it last night on my own accord because I'm obsessed with it. Okay, Amazon buys a Shark Tank reject product for a billion dollars. Not a million, a billion. Ring, which I've seen commercials for, yeah. the video doorbell company that Amazon Inc. bought on Tuesday for more than a billion dollars was rejected by a panel of investors on ABC's Shark Tank in 2013. Jamie, I was gonna say Smirnoff, Siminoff, the chief, the founder and chief executive of Ring, then called Doorbot, went on the TV show seeking investors for his nascent business. Nascent. What is that? I don't know. Pitching it as a quote, caller ID for your door, Siminoff was seeking $700,000 for a 10% stake in the company, which would give it a $7 million valuation. No one bit, except for the investor, Kevin Leary, who offered $700,000 for 10% of all sales until the loan was paid off, and then royalties and a stake in the company. Obviously, he had you know, some complicated deal. But the terms didn't work for Siminoff, and he walked away from the offer. Quote, he said, I remember that episode of Shark Tank literally being in tears. I needed money, we were out of money at the time. But sales picked up after the show aired in four years, and a new name later, Ring, had 1,300 employees, wow, and was sold in 16,000 stores and had an a billion dollar valuation. One prominent investor did latch on early, however, virgin billionaire Richard Branson, who participated in a $28 million uh, funding round in 2015. Wow, I could really use $28 million. Um, <laughs> that's insane. I've seen commercials for Ring. I think it's a good idea, but like, I don't think you can do it if you don't like have a house. No, but then they made other products. It's just smart home products. Are they and nest? when they pitched to Shark Tank, they... Wait, it's not their fault. This was 2013. I'm sure it was janky as no, hell. No, when they pitched to Shark Tank, it was just a doorbell technology thing. And of course, they used their favorite line, this isn't a company, it's a product. Okay, But they Lies. made it into a company. They just didn't take a chance on some unknown entrepreneurs. I wish this news came out yesterday so we could ask, ask Barbara, Barbara about it, who I'm obsessed with. Me too. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy for them. That like, gives me a pit like, that they were like really struggling after Shark Tank. But here, And you know what? Shark Tank has embraced them because they were in an update in one of the episodes this year. Like, Ring, we didn't, they didn't get a deal, but here's what they're they doing love now. Doing, they love doing, I like that they do updates on companies they didn't. Yeah, they can acknowledge their mistake. No, no, not a mistake because they still take credit for it because Shark Tank blew it up. That's true. I'm happy for Shark. them. And you know what? If I have a home, I would have a Ring. Me too, me too. I love how I feel like they have my stuff favorite for Theo. is their commercials where like they have like home invaders like walking up and the guy's like, excuse me, do I know you? And like like that would set off the home invader, you know? Yeah. You're like, no bitch, I'm here to rob you, move. <laughs> I think they have stuff for Theo. You should look into it. Like, you I know, will. where you could talk to him. Except I'm very happy with my camera. Yeah, I know you are. Um Dear Brothers. Dear Brothers. So this is how the show's gonna go. We have Dear Brothers, and then we're bringing out the cast of CMT's new reality show, Music City. Which is the reality show that we dreamed up in our heads, mm -hmm. and then CMT brought to fruition, and I'm just so grateful because it's amazing, and I'm so excited to talk to the cast. They're all beautiful. But before that, here are some Dear Brothers. If you or someone you know wants to get some advice, some sage wisdom from us, feel free to email dearbrothers at gmail.com. Here we go. Am I finding myself in the middle of a rebrand? Wow, how exciting. This year I started living with five new girls in a house at our college. We've been pretty close friends for a year now and clicked really well. I have like dry mouth. A couple months into moving in, I started to get kind of bothered by some of the things one of the girls was doing, let's call her Judy. It started out with her just leaving garbage around the house, going past her limits with drinking, all things that are definitely irritating, but I ignored it just because it's how things go when you're living with that many girls in close quarters. But recently it turned into Judy weirdly managing to bring up her sex life in any conversation, constantly smoking and having really rude attitude. It makes it really embarrassing to be with her in social settings and she was never like this before. Things took a turn for the worse last week when we were at a guy friend's house oh, and she took a vibrator out of her purse and started showing it off to them. Then she went as far to say that they plan an, 
that starts suggesting that they should plan an orgy and was dead ass serious. My jaw literally was like, who is this bizarre person? Then I looked around the room and the boys were just uncomfortably laughing and my two other friends in the room were just kind of went along with it. As if it couldn't get any more strange, a guy who she knows I am still in love with recently ended things with me in the room. He was in the room, so she ignored the feelings of me, her friend, to suggest an orgy to have him included. This conversation went on for 20 minutes when I decided to make up an excuse and leave as soon as I was outside. I started tearing up. Oh, when I got home, I didn't want to bring it up again, but I didn't want to let it go unsaid, so I simply told her it made me uncomfortable and she was totally silent. Not to toot my own horn, but I tried to be selective with who I surround myself with and have really amazing friends who I've luckily never been involved with something like this before. In any other situation, I would just consider it would a person I wouldn't want to be associate myself with, uh, but we live together and I don't know what, how, what to do without making things uncomfortable for all my roommates. What should I do? I'm well, I need, I, you need to have a powwow with the other roommates. Like, do yes. they all feel the same? Because maybe you're being sensitive, but if everyone else also agrees, then you're not. Then you're not. And here's the thing. Like, I trust your judgment in terms of, like, having a close circle of friends. And if this girl was once your friend and she's acting very bizarre, I, I'm a, you know... You should come from I'm a place always, of concern. You know, I'm always the first to say, drop them. You don't need them. But if this really is not her and your roommates agree, you guys should sit down with her, maybe something happened. You know? Yeah, come from like a place of like loving concern. That Maybe way it doesn't come like off me. Maybe she's like not doing well and she's taking it out in this way and like she needs you guys to notice and be there for her. I would say my first reaction would be to be there for her if she continues to be nuts and like then just write her off. Agreed. But give her the benefit of the doubt because you're good at selecting friends and you didn't pick this one for no reason. Yeah, but also just make sure you're not being hypersensitive and like make sure other people are feeling weird about Judy too. Right. Because there's nothing, you need to be like validated a little. Yeah, and also if if other the other people in the house don't realize it, then maybe it's just you. So yeah, maybe you're the problem. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think so, but just double update check. us. Yeah. Next up is Venmo. Is Venmo a new way of apologizing? Sort of. I'm seeking advice about my boyfriend. Let's call him Chad. Chad and I have been officially dating for almost six months, and we've known each other for a year. I was talking to a friend about Chad and our relationship, so I went to his Instagram to show her a photo of the two of us that he'd posted a couple months ago. <gasps> to my surprise, he deleted the picture, leaving no trace of us what? on Instagram. When I confronted him about this, he said that his friends were making fun of him, so he deleted the picture. When I gave him the cold shoulder about it, he posted another picture of the two of us and Venmoed me $10 to apologize. What? All my friends think this is beyond weird, mm -hmm. and I can't decide if I want to date someone who Venmoes me when there's a conflict. What should I do? Okay. Don't break up with him immediately, but you have to just you have to just be open and be like, hey, what was that Venmo for? Like, do you think that that's what you do when you're when you apologize? And by the way, ten dollars, really? Yeah. That's by the way, it's so shady. He deleted the picture. Just saying. Just saying, and because his friends made fun of him, like nut up. No, totally. You're dating also, what, what, what kind of loser friends does your boyfriend hang out with? Like one they've never seen a boy pose a picture with a girl before. Like, if he's who he surrounds himself with, you shouldn't surround yourself with him. Agreed. And then the $10 is the cherry on top but of the But keep it, keep it. I mean, if it was $1,000, I'd be like, thanks, all's forgiven, you're the best. Yeah. But 10? Because in the words of our Lord and Savior, Countess Luan, money can't buy you class. No, but it could buy you material items that might help your pain. Elegance is learned. My, My friends. friends. Is this our third and final, or do we have four today? Third and final, before we bring out These are some good the ones. cast of CMT's Music City. If you have questions for them, feel free to hit up the comments. When I had said that Venmo was, could be an apology, it's like, yeah, say we fought about a bill, and then yeah. I just sent you the money. That, yeah, that's our, my way of ending the fight. It's yeah. an apology. A la, like, Roxy and Dorothy Wang itemizing the bill season one of Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Right. If the person just sent the remaining difference, yeah, then the fight's over. Agreed. Not in this situation. Okay, this next one is called, called Roses Are Red and My Friendship Is Shit. That doesn't rhyme and that's disappointing. Yeah, I, I, you, okay. you're missing two lines. Roses are red, violets are blue, my friendship is shit. And so are you. Thank you. 
Long story short, I dated a guy for some time last year who I've I would, had... Long story short, this is going to take forever. Right. Who I've had a ridiculous amount of drama with for the past several months. Ugh, who has time for drama, you know? Like, aren't you so busy? Not even. I'm just not in the mood. I'm so busy. I don't have time, truly. We are in a close group of friends, and our drama has started to affect everyone around us. Ugh. I recently found out that on Valentine's Day, he gave my best friend since high school roses and wine. She told me the next day about what would happen and insisted there was nothing going on between them. Being the person I am, I called, got, uh, I got drunk and called him about it and asked what was going on. He openly admitted that he has feelings for my best friend for quite Shut some time and is tired of hiding it. This isn't the first time where I feel like both him and my best friend have crossed the line, especially after knowing all the shit that him and I have been through. Do I believe my best friend since she came to me about and we've been friends for so long, or do I trust my gut that tells me there's something else going on between them? I really want to continue being friends with her and I don't want a guy to come between us, but I honestly don't know how to help get past this. Help. Okay, here's the thing. First of all, you need to break up with this guy for a million yeah. reasons. It's over. Say your goodbyes. And then, here's how you know if your friend is a true friend. If the two of them start dating, you're done with her. If she does not talk to him anymore and she treats him like the ex-boyfriend of her best friend, as well she should, then she is your, still your best friend. Totally. This reminds me of an episode of Friends. And you know, we can always lean on Friends is like the Bible. No, you're having a conflict, you go find a, a chapter that means a lot to you. You're having a conflict, you go find an episode. This is like when Joey was dating that girl, Kathy, who was also in Criminal Minds, and he's not really into her, but Chandler falls in love with her and kisses her behind Joey's back. Now, Joey wasn't upset, he would have let them date, but it was the going behind the back that really hurt him. That's what they say. The going behind the back definitely doesn't Makes help. it worse. And so, you know, sometimes you think, you're like, you're in a si shitty situation, you're like, what's the best way to handle this? And yeah. you really think about all the options, and then you choose the best one. And then, still, the person gets mad, and they're like, well, you should have handled it better. And it's like, I thought this was the best way. Totally. There's no right way to be a shady freak. There's no right way to be a shade better-in-law. Thank you. Also, the teleprompter is killing me right now because... Because it has, it's not updated from yesterday, so it's our guest, Barbara Corcoran. <laughs> no, our guest from Music City, Barbara, Barbara Corcoran. Corcoran. Uh, are our guests ready for us? I'm very excited. So there's six of them. They're living the life. Is six or five? Six. They're living the life We've in Nashville. We've never had six people on the show at once before. Yeah, we didn't have enough furniture to like assemble. No, but it looks good. It reminds me of like Watch What Happens Live when they like do like yeah. clubhouse fun. When, like when you're not, your show's not successful enough for its own reunion, so you do it in the clubhouse. Right, but I'm excited to talk to all of them. Uh, when they come out here, we'll give you the premise of the show, but basically it's by the same creators of The Hills. It's The Hills of Nashville. Which is a show I can't believe we don't have. The hills are alive with the sound of country. I was with the sound of music. And it's literally a show. City. Oh, that's good too. Thank you. It's literally a show that was made for us and thereby made for you as well. So if you have questions for the cast, feel free to hit up our Instagram and Facebook. Please, without further ado, welcome the cast of CMT's Music City. Hi guys. Hi. There are a lot of you. <laughs> Feel free to take a seat. I would suggest the ladies in front. Okay. Since I see so we some, could see your outfits. Since I see some short hemlines. Hi. 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 Everyone's looking so glamorous Good on this morning. rest day. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Nice Welcome to you. Hi. Jackson. Hi, Claudia. Jackson. Nice to meet you. Yeah, good to see you guys. Joe, you don't have to shake nuts. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. Hey. How are you feeling? Fantastic. Good. Everyone introduce yourselves. Let's start with you. Alisa Fuller. Alisa. I'm Alexandra Harper. Alexandra. <laughs> Rachel Degman. Rachel. It's like a I'm house Jackson. funny. I'm Jackson. Jackson. Yep. Um, Jessica Mack. Um, Carrie Degman. Hi. And the two of you are married. Who? Kids. And they have the cutest kids. <laughs> you have a child, but you're so thin. <laughs> okay, how do you guys know each other? This one. Yeah. She was sort of like the umbrella. This She's sort of. the LC. 
Yes. 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 She's LC. Good job. Good job. And so you two are married. Do you, you date anyone in the group? So Alexander and I are cousins. Yes. Oh, so you don't date? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, Kiss your cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was like a weird transition. I'm happy when you guys are your cousins. So you don't date anyone in the group. Uh, he went in his with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. We can give them all. Yeah, we we had our first date on camera. And what was that like? Uh, it was a blind date. Yeah. And it was, it was my first. It was my date. first blind date. Yeah. Yes. Rachel said. Your boy had up. to have a few vodka waters before going. <laughs> 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 no calorie. Yeah. It was a little, little nerve wracking at first, but fun, he's super. I mean. He's super charming and easy to talk to, so. He's yeah. cute. So, <laughs> when did you guys start filming the show? No. A while ago. Remember? So long ago. Oh, wait, yeah. no, it was before that. Pilot was in like, July. July. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. We were in Nashville. Yeah. We okay. love Nashville. Yeah, yeah. We love country so music. This is our show. dream come true, the show. We watch really? all reality yes. television. Oh, my God. So, for there to be a show in Nashville about country singers and, like, so attractive yeah, what do you people. all do for a living? Singer, songwriter. Would you sing something for us right now? Yeah, what do you want me to sing? Anything, go. Yes, oh, go. Carrie okay. Underwood. I'm going to sing Carrie Underwood, okay? Yeah. Oh, love I'm it. I'm going to sing You Just Take the Wheel because it's my favorite song. Me and too. Like, it's and a wonderful Jewish. song. <laughs> <laughs> and you're what? Jewish. Jewish, but Jesus can still take the wheel. Oh, okay. I was like, what is Jesus doing? Jesus, Jesus can take my wheel anytime you want. Okay, okay, okay. She was driving last Friday on her way to Cincinnati on a snow-white Christmas Eve. Get a girl. Going home to see her mama and her daddy with the baby in the backseat. Hey. Fifty miles ago when she was running low on faith and gasoline. <laughs> It'd been a long, hard year. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going way too fast. <laughs> Woo! Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. I can't do this on my own. I'm letting go. So give me one more chance. Save me from this road I'm on. Jeez, take the Woo! Yeah. 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 You guys see the trailer for Amy Schumer's new movie where she's like, I've never known what it's like to just be like undeniably pretty. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally the most gorgeous girl I've ever met. Ever. <laughs> Undeniably beautiful. Oh, oh, what? Excuse me? No. I don't know. Is it fun? I don't know. Do you have it's fun? It's so funny because like, <laughs> in she high school, in school, I was like, not cute. No, but like, you're nobody, like so pretty. She's nobody even paid so attention good. to me until I got boobs and I was like 21. <laughs> like, oh, hey. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you're okay, singer-songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I just won um, Miss Tennessee USA. Shuck. So, prepare. When's, uh, when's Miss USA? We do not know yet. They have not. <laughs> oh my God! What's your talent? They've not announced it. So in USA, you don't have. Oh, right, right, you don't right. have a talent. Right, right, right. Talent. I don't have a talent, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that's the amount. I have a talent. It's a little like you're grasping What about you? I take care of our son, oh. and I nanny and bring him with me. So how old is your son? He's two and a half. And what's his name? Wolfgang. Chuck. That's so nice <laughs> that you're gonna take him to your Shuck. job. Does yeah. that make your life so much easier? Um. I mean, nannying's difficult, um, and I'm hoping to go to law school uh, when Wolf gets a little bit older. Mm -hmm. But yes, if I couldn't bring him to work, I would be totally screwed. Yeah, totally. I would just be stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what about your husband? I am uh, 
professionally married to Rachel. Full-time <laughs> <laughs> job. Great job. Do you bit. sing too? I do sing too. You're a country Hit singer. Sing, it. We're ready. Do, do uh, construction, whatever I possibly can. A jack of all trades. Yeah. Trying cool. to stay busy. What about you? I'm a singer-songwriter. Oh, you have to sing for us now also. Seriously? Yeah. Um, I make everyone sing. I, I make everyone sing. I just love well, like she sings every day on the show. You actually didn't sing today. Yeah. Yes. You're making up for it. No, I was screaming a lot last night at the Real Housewives in New York, like Broadway show, so my throat kinda hurts. Oh, oh my gosh, but wait, how please. was it though? It's phenomenal. Luann. Oh my god, she is love so it. gorgeous. Oh my gosh, she's, she's stunning. Stunning. And I don't stunning. think that I never got that vibe from her like on the show, but like in person, she's like radiant. Yeah, she's like doesn't age. No, not at all. And she like is does not have like her body fat is zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you do for a living? So I'm in fitness for a living. Oh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> right? So the thing about this show is Alexandra and I are the only Nashville natives um, on the show. So we got to see kind of Nashville for what it was and mm -hmm. not what it is now. So it's very cool to be a part of this whole thing. Do you guys like throw that in other people's faces? Like we're actually from Nashville? Well, they all, all I mean, we're like the minority. They all yeah. call, us, they call us unicorns up there. I mean, is that what it is? Yeah, unicorns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but so where are the rest of you guys from? I'm from like right outside of Los Angeles. Okay. Denver. Oregon. Arkansas. Oh, wow, all over. It's yep. just a little melting pot. Yeah. And so why did you guys decide individually to move to Nashville? I moved because I wanted to sing and write country music, and I didn't want to live in California anymore. Yeah. It's like, there's too many damn people. I don't know how y'all do this New York thing all the time. I'm like, there's people everywhere. There's cars everywhere. I can't breathe. I understand. So. <laughs> Rats, too. Oh, gosh. I, I haven't seen one of those. Um, but yeah. Just hang out in this office. Five more minutes. <laughs> yeah. If you just make a right out of our studio, you see it. We're just a loud scream. That's yeah. me seeing yep. a rat. <laughs> and what about you guys? Why did you guys decide to move? Did you move together? We did move together. We met in California, and Rachel was just sick of living on the beach and surfing every day. So she was like, I really want to get out to Nashville. Like, he tied me, blindfolded me. Literally. That's where we're going. Gave me pills and dragged me to Nashville. So do you guys love Nashville? Like, we love it. Yeah, but we love it because we're like never there. But like, we, we always say like, if we had to move somewhere, we I would move to Nashville. Nashville. It is so amazing. I feel like the show Nashville really brought Nashville on the scene. Uh -huh. and, and do you guys watch the show Nashville? Of course. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Is it, it true? Like, is it is it realistic? Do they do yeah. a good job yeah. of portraying? Of course. Well, it's, the good thing about Na well, Nashville scripted and what's so realistic is our show is going to be so realistic because it's like real life. And people yeah. Can go to where we go. go. I think some mm -hmm. of the things in Nashville are sets, so, but I don't know what's a set and what's not. Right. But this way, you know, like everything, <clears throat> everywhere we are, can be. Except for like our houses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't show us that. No. So what can we expect from the season? How many episodes are there? Well, so what goes down? It's, it's eight episodes. Um, you'll see kind of our ups and downs, our rise as we kind of all try to make it in the music business. Mm -hmm. Well, so, some of us at least. Um, you get to see Nashville and you know, it's like this new vibrant area. It's, like, it's got so much going on and like I feel like music in and of itself kind of wraps, you know, it kind mm -hmm. of wraps you up in your mood, your emotions, and that's the, kind of the draw to Nashville and the draw to Music City. So you'll definitely see a lot of good stuff. There's a ton of music. Oh Our God. music, original music, Is covers. it so cool to have your music like on, on TV? Yeah, it's a little crazy to, I mean, like to just play it back and this is like an audience of America, like yeah, it's so crazy. They're playing your songs like right with like Lady Antebellum. Yeah. Like they're playing it to the people who like would buy your music. Exactly, and we're yeah. performing it. So yeah. we're performing it and then people will hear our songs and then there's also just awesome music throughout that we didn't perform but just like the soundtrack would be right. amazing. Yeah. That's so fun. And so where can everyone watch it and where can everyone keep up with you guys on social media? CMT. March 1st. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow premiere. What yes. time? 10, 9 central. 10, 9 central. Great time slot. Yeah. And where can everyone keep up with you guys on social media to see the kids and everything? <laughs> Should we just throw out our... Just go, our, go, our, go, go in the circle. Our <laughs> At Elisa Beth Fuller. 
Alexandra underscore underscore Harper. Or two underscores. Two underscores. Oh. Fancy. <laughs> Rachel Degman, and it's R A C H Y L. Ooh, fancy. Carrie Degman. <laughs> Jessica Mac Music. And Jax underscore Boyd. Oh, we have a new Jax in town. If you find one of us, you'll find all of us. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Guys, make sure you tune in. Give it up for the cast of Thank CMT you so much. Make sure you're following The Morning Breath on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. That way you get a notification of every time we go live, which is Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm Claudia Ashray, girl with no job. I'm Jackie Ashray, Jackie O Problems. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye.